And you're listening to 94.1 KPFA in Berkeley, 89.3 KPFB in Berkeley, 88.1 KFCF in Fresno, and online at www.kpfa.org. The time is 3 p.m. Up next is Cover to Cover, Open Book. Stay with us. Cover, open book. Hello, I'm your host, Nina Serrano. Today's program is called Oakland is a Holy City. The book, the CD, and the live poetry series. With me are three guests, all fine poets and cultural activists who have created Oakland is a Holy City, the book, the CD, and the live poetry series. We'll be hearing about this project and enjoying some of the poetry. Let me introduce you to the poets. Here we have Alameda Poet Laureate Mary Rudge. Welcome back to Open Book, Mary. It's a pleasure to be here after our conversation two weeks ago. And welcome, Sophia. Hi, I'm delighted to be here and uh, look forward to talking about Oakland as a holy city. And welcome, Paradise. Habarigani. Thank you for having us. Well... I want to begin by asking you, Mary, uh, since it all started with you, with you writing that book of poems, Oakland is a Holy City, way back when. Could you tell us about that? I wrote it in the 70s, and it was out of print for a a long time, and people kept asking for it. Uh, It has sketches of people who were contemporary poets at the time, um, and still are, active in the poetry scene, Lawrence Ferlinghetti, Allen Ginsberg, Mary Fabelli, uh, Ishmael Reed, others. So, um, can you read something from that wonderful book? Sure. I'll read uh, some short poems. Isadora has gone to Greece, to Hungary. The little Oakland dancing girl, Isadora Duncan, has gone to Greece, to Hungary, France, and Russia, too, after the great applause on 7th Street. Her childhood neighbor, Gertrude Stein, mover of words and art, has gone from East Oakland to France. Surely they've left directions for us here, the paths they took to passion and romance. On Alice Street... In his dashiki, teaching Swahili, listening to everyone's poetry and leading with his own, the young man that poets will call beautiful, wonderful, a poet they will love, has just begun to understand who he is and why he is in this holy city, and if it is holy, because he is here too. Was that young poet... Our very own paradise. He certainly grew up to be paradise. He certainly did. And uh, my poem about the time period of the Black Panthers and the 70s. Uh, is, in Oakland. In Oakland in, is the title poem. Oakland is a holy city. Open the books, newspapers, read this where the ice of Cleaver's soul becomes a diamond in the sky, a blood-red rose frozen within it. 
solidified in space to circle forever, centering the black holes, refracting light rays of moon and sun, for we also lose direction, look for light, turn and turn for the lonely space traveler. And Patty Hearst's white face looks out the narrow bars of the Oakland jail, one more little cell in the cellular link of us all in our terrible inhumanity. Bobby Seale and Gertrude Stein and Mary Rudd, you read, and Robert Louis Stevenson and Maya Angelou and more hold hands and dance in the widening circle of spirits in the heavens over Oakland, for Oakland is a holy city, and in the palms of a 13-year-old black Oakland girl, the stigmata has appeared. And that year that I began this, I read that in the newspaper that actually, I don't know what happened to her, but that's actually uh, a true sign that uh, Oakland has been blessed and is a holy city. The stigmata. Yes, has appeared in Oakland. Well, thank you, Mary. You just heard Alameda Poet Laureate Mary Rudge. So, Paradise, you've been active in the local poetry scene for a long time. You established the live poetry reading at the Joyce Gordon Galleries in Oakland, and I think that's on the last Fridays of the month, right? Yeah. Can you tell us about the poetry CD anthology, Oakland is a Holy City, that grew out of the poetry series? Sure. Uh, everything I do is a part of my what I call my trillion-dollar march for true hip-hop poetry and the arts, culminating in a world's fair, a cultural world's fair here in Oakland in the summer of 2012. Uh, our Oakland's Holy City project, which includes, um, will include CDs and the poetry series, etc., um, is to unite artists from all over the world, to get artists, to encourage artists to come here from all over the world to make Oakland our model city, our um, global center for the arts. Come to Oakland, artists, masters of the hearts, masters of the arts, masters of the mind, come to Oakland, and um, that's what the Oakland's a Holy City project is about. Mainly. Mm-hmm. Well, I first heard you read poetry about ten years ago, more than ten years ago, at the coffee mill in Oakland, and at that time, like the rest of us, you were in the old-fashioned style, a poet holding paper in front of the microphone, but you have transformed into this new paradise who joins the ancient ones and the new younger spoken word poets and recites your poetry by heart. Uh, mm-hmm. Can you bless us with one of your poems without paper today? Sure. Um, this poem is called How Come There's No Record Stores in Oakland? Now, invariably, every time I say that, uh, somebody in the audience goes, but wait a minute, there's one over there on so-and-so street, which is exactly my point in a city that's over 200 blocks long. One shouldn't have to drive a hundred blocks to find some music. There should be record stores not just here and there, but everywhere. There should be music and dancing in the street. There should be more record stores than there are liquor stores. Yay. <laughs> there should be record stores as big as the main library in Oakland. There should be libraries filled with music just as now there's libraries filled with 
books so you can go and listen to great music from all over the world, past, present, and future, and come out inspired to do great things. There should be blocks and blocks and towers of music and culture and art. Our children shouldn't have to go begging and starving for opportunities. The only problems they should be having is choosing between the abundance of opportunities opportunities made available to them. How come if you live in Oakland, you got to go all the way to Berkeley to get your music? How come you got to go all the way to El Cerrito and Richmond and Emeryville and Alameda and Hayward and San Leandro to get your music. How come you got to go to all the way to San Francisco, a city that you got to pay to get into? <laughs> Unless you swim across the bay, you got to pay at least $10 for gas, for toll, for parking before you even get to the store to get your music. How come there's no radio stations in Oakland? Why? Why is there a musical blockade of Oakland? Why don't they want Oakland on the airways? Because this is Panther country. Oakland is a sleeping giant, and they don't want you to wake up. Oakland ain't no joke land. Brooklyn and a coke land, that's what they want you to believe, that Oakland ain't sexy, but Oakland is hope land, international folk land. Oakland is, oh, I just wish I could tell you all things about Oakland, but we don't have the time. So uh, get the CD if you want to hear the rest of that poem, please. Thank you, thank you. That was Paradise Reading from Oakland is a Holy City, the CD. And uh, Sophia, you are somewhat new uh, you, to the Bay Area compared to the others in this grouping. How did you get involved in Oakland is a Holy City? Well, actually, the best answer to that, uh, I put into a poem because it's convoluted and so I'm going to move into the poem. And to do that, I need to stand. I, I read, but, uh, with paper, but I stand. And, uh, I need to say that how, once here, once I got connected, how I got connected to Paradise was that poem that he just said. I read it in the San Francisco Bay View and I was like, wow. I need to meet this guy. I wrote him an email. We had coffee. He subsequently introduced me to Mary Rudge. Once I met Mary Rudge, the stigmata, the child that said someone was putting him down, someone was putting down Oakland and he said, and, and saying Oakland is a holy city and he, and someone was putting it down and he says, why not? I'm here. So I'm with the right people and this is the poem that answers the question, why here? It's entitled Reclaiming Spirit. I am a feeling, I am a feeling, soy un sentir, soy un sentir. I came to Oakland on a dream. What I hear is, there is a city called Oakland. What I see is, a spirit guide standing behind a nude Indian woman who has no eyes and who is holding an infinite pencil in her right hand while pointing with the index finger of her left hand. Eight years later, living in Oakland, California, I have the same dream. What I hear is soñar y vivir. 
to dream and to live. What I see is the spirit guide with a purple heart standing behind a cosmic being who has eyes and a pink and blue heart. The cosmic being is holding an infinite blue pencil with an orange point. Oak land, land of the oak tree. Some 20,000 years of Indian presence. The energy field remembers plenty acorn, plenty acorn. The Indian chant of the acorn harvest. The concreted earth remembers the rhythmic stamping of their feet in dance. The polluted air remembers the Ohlone song dancing on the brink of the world. The polluted waters remember embracing thousands of healthy salmon. The ancient druids planted oak trees to mark the flow of the Earth's energy lines, the electromagnetic field connecting to energy portals. Oak land, land of the oak tree, is a holy city. Oakland is an energy portal. Yes, all cities are holy because we Feeling beings are there. Yes, all cities can, and some do, choose to imagine in a new world. Reclaim the values of the Indian communities, the spirit of the deer, the bear, the salmon, the birds, the bodies, the villages. The carcasses are gone, but the energy field retains memory. Plenty acorn is being reclaimed. Soy un sentir, soy un sentir. Thank you, Sophia. You've just heard Oakland-based poet Sophia. Mary, do you think you could add another poem to this marvelous moment of poetry? I think it's important that we, in our poetry and in our lives, that we understand that whatever we do just goes out to the rest of the world. I mean, people are now searching for sound waves from billions of years ago that are just now reaching Earth or reaching other uh, spaces, other realms in space. So whatever we put into the world, into the air, circles forever. When I've been to many countries, and there they've always heard about Oakland uh, writers. I mean, they might not remember who the football stars are of certain years, but they never forget Robert Louis Stevenson, Jack London, Gertrude Stein, the people that I've mentioned. And Al Oakland is so international. So I'd like to read a poem called The Orient in Oakland. City in city, world within world, I enter through heart of a friend. 
We choose herbs and bear grease for medicine, walk to the Lantern Cafe to eat, her feet in embroidered cloth, roses and phoenixes on my feet too, Moongate, flower wheels, lion dancing in the street, man within, smell of too hot grease, the women bend over and over machines in the fortune cookie factory, over and over in rhythm, round circles fold over to make good fortunes, always, in glass windows, row on row of chickens dipped in red lacquer, as if. Over and over I shop for the teacups with painted dragons, fiery-throated, winged, and envelopes for red y- for New Year luck. Over and over taste loquat, lychee nuts, water chestnuts, by bok choy, long greens. In open markets, people speak a language of another home. Pavilion building time in Harrison Street Park, once showplace of the train engines that tracked across the country on the back spines, brawn, sweat of men from China. Red confetti-filled street, new plants on the sidewalk, opening another treasure-filled store to explore city in city, world within world. I know you by heart, always by heart of a friend. You just heard Poet Laureate Mary Rudge. Well, I'm really related to Auckland for many years. I was an activist here. I had two art galleries here. I taught school here. I had the children of the movers and the shakers, Bobby Seal's cousins, uh, Angela Davis's niece. Um, so these were my students, and they have grown up. And look what you inspired. You've inspired this What you started in the 70s with your book, Oakland is a Holy City, is now both a CD anthology and a live poetry series the last Friday of the month. As Sophia said, we're on an energy Fourth Friday of the month. It's the fourth Friday. The The fourth Friday of the month. Paradise, do you have a poem for us? Uh, uh, Hopefully it'll be something that's poetic. Okay. (laughs) Um... In my opinion, I think uh, one of the reasons artists haven't had uh, the impact that we can have is that because sometimes we rise up and then we diffuse that energy all over the world instead of uh, concentrating it and bringing it to a place where it will have its greatest impact and be most effective. For example, if you want to be a model, you don't go to Wyoming, so to speak. You go to New York. If you want to be an actor... You go to Hollywood. If you want to be an artist, you want to be all that, um, come to Oakland. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> we're why, here, we're here. Why, why Oakland? Um, because as Sophia said, there's, a kind, there's an energy here. Yeah. There's a vibe here. It's the reason that uh, Ron Delton, for example, is presently, has presently been elected mayor. It's the reason why the Wayne brothers are trying to start up a North Hollywood theme park uh, type of thing here. The whole world is here coexisting and unlike other places where the whole world is also there like but um interacting not just here but interacting on on a daily basis somebody said there's 80 ethnicities uh, 172 different languages being spoken plus uh on the average oakland gets over 300 days of sunshine or tolerable weather that, for example, you may not get uh, down south or up north or back east, affording us the opportunity to get um, more things done. And in my opinion, uh, the greater Oakland 
San Francisco Bay Area is the social, political, and spiritual metropolis of planet Earth. Oakland is kind of like a Cinderella. So um, expect more things from Oakland. No doubt. I, I just want to say that this is precisely why I'm here. Uh, a dream brought me here. There was some, there's something I didn't understand much. I didn't understand, but the feeling tone. And I found it in Paradise. And I certainly found it in, in Mary. And there was something about a triptych. Uh, I mean, this is huge what happened 10, I mean, however many, in the 70s and 80s and keeps happening. Yeah, and and I said, Paradise, why now? Why, why are we doing a CD? What is this? And, and he says, because it's the time. It's the time. It's the time. I wonder, Mary, if you have another poem you'd like to add. Well, actually, I'm waiting for all the young people to write poems about Oakland now, but I'll write about how it was for me. Artists in Oakland. Artists in Oakland on the left bank of the estuary gathered at Rosalie's upstairs art galas. Below, out the window, Bay Area musicians sound how New Orleans, Chicago, and Southern blues meet. Black cowboys and Texans parade in the street on thick-maned horse beauties with glittering hooves, while the crowd stands in Levi's with hundred-dollar works of hand-tooled leather art on her hips and her feet. Jack London's stories permeate our fantasies in this city. Here, Shorey's ship reached port when other ships went down in storms, and socialists cast votes for Woodby to be first black vice president of the country, running with Debs. I entered Vortex as such history of the mind, began one gallery on 13th near Broadway and one on Webster near 14th to blaze a trail of art, create where poets celebrate. We put sand on the floor for sculptures filled with fire inside them. Great, huge mandala paintings hung, and dancers revel at our openings wearing costumes from the ballet. Critics love us for our flair, our daring. Let others know, whatever the future washes away or lets remain, now is the Oakland of my dreams. Thank you, Mary. That was Alameda Poet Laureate Mary Rudge. And, Sophia, do you have a closing poem for us? Uh, well, it's one I did at a tech mass. Um, it's an, it has a strange title, The Golden Praying Mantis. It's in honor of the earth. The Golden Praying Mantis. I represent the golden praying mantis. I, like you, came to honor the creation, to praise, to bless Every living expression. I remember feeling radiant, loved, held, safe, at one with everything. I am love. I am in you. I never left you. Remember your golden self. Thank you, Sophia. I want to thank all the poets for their participation and their wonderful, wonderful poems. This is Nina Serrano for Cover to Cover, Open Book. Thank you for listening and have a very nice day.
Good afternoon, fellow passengers. This is your flight attendant, Tasha T. here, speaking to wish you a farewell as we approach the Oakland International Airport and touch down in the legendary, legendary Oak Town, California, formerly inhabited by the Ohlone Indians, original home of the Black Panther Party for self-defense, and yes, the birthplace of paradise. Blissfully, the heavens smile down upon us almost year-round with mild temperatures, tolerable winters, glorious summers, the best climate on the planet, socially, politically, and spiritually, and an abundance of amenities and resources fit for a city of kings and queens, although presently unfairly distributed. We have hundreds of activists working hard to remedy the situation, even as I speak. And with some 80 different ethnicities, speaking up to 172 different languages, we like to think of Oakland as a holy city because the whole world is here and calls Oakland home. So when you offboard the plane, please leave your personal baggage behind. Try to be cordial, friendly, and creative. And feel free to commit random acts of kindness. Oakland has the highest concentration of artists in the nation. So be careful of throwing stones. You're liable to hit a poet, DJ, MC, dancer, singer, musician, or some other kind of creative person. And if you should happen to see a group of young men wearing white t-shirts and dreadlocks, do not automatically assume them to be gang members. More than likely, these youngsters are part of the worldwide hip-hop movement and practical economists trying to save a buck in a world gone mad with designer fashion and rampant consumerism. So do enjoy your stay in the place we like to call the town and the city by the bay. Welcome to Oakland, California. Anybody having any fun so far? Yeah. Yes, yes, and we'll be right back with more music, less talking loud and saying nothing, giving you something you can feel, keeping it real after this late breaking news from our satirical poet and international news correspondent, Mr. Garrett Murphy. Eighteen fifty two. A year that will live in infamy in the green eyes of some cities. For that was a year in which the city of Oaks first came into being. Lakes Merritt and Temescal, Jack London Square, Calvin Simmons, Grand Lake and Paramount, plus Whitminster, Alice Dars, Namalonga, Casa Larga, and Laney, Merritt and Mills, two colleges. Most central of all Bay Area cities, Bart can easily tell you that. Clorox, Stateway, Kaiser, too. Two times World City Award. Two times. Only California City to pull that off. Occur, Allen Temple, Black Panthers, Jubilee West, and a multitude of neighborhoods and ethnicities and colors and others. Most integrated city, they say. Champs in baseball, football, and basketball. All that 49er fuss in Frisco can only claim football. And while our port has lost some of its luster, it still tops over most of the others. World's greatest city, allegedly belatedly, St. Francis may be new metro on the block, St. Joseph may be. But despite the times, from Stein to Cain, we are still here. Ugly stepchild, black sheep, 
but the ribs and insults from countless sets of green eyes, and we still survive. Emperor Norton has long been deposed. Emperor Norton has long been exposed. And we're still here. Wheeler's still here. We're staying here. So, who needs it there, there? We're here. So there. Yes. Sunday Salon, Larry Bensky, that's me. I'll be back from vacation for the July 4th weekend. We'll be talking about a historical anniversary concerning the death penalty and the possibility that at long last, the United States may join the international humanist community in abolishing the barbaric death penalty. We'll talk with people who are working on that issue. And in our second hour, we're going to talk about Telegraph Avenue, what does it mean that Cody's Books is closing this week and what might replace it and what might be done in general to revivify the street life and the commercial life of Berkeley? That's this Sunday on Sunday Salon, 9 to 11 a.m. on KPFA, 94.1 FM, 